Hello and welcome into the What's Up Peoria podcast. I am your host, Nathaniel Washburn, back with another episode for you coming from the Amplify studio here at our main library in lovely downtown Peoria. And we are back with the final episode in our historic preservation series that we've been doing for the month of May. And we've been celebrating and talking about historic preservation here. And I am joined in studio today by two longtime residents who have lived in Peoria and are a part of Peoria's history. And they're going to talk with me a little bit about their own journey in Peoria, their stories, and also what historic preservation means to them from the resident side of things. We've been talking a lot to uh, employees and the historic preservation commissioners. Now we're going to look at things from the resident point of view, and I'm excited because I'm joined by Ron and Kathy Taylor, uh, and they are in studio with me. Ron and Kathy, how are we doing today? Good. Good, good. Thanks for having us. Of course. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Uh, They are going to help us out here with, like I said, some stories and talk about historic preservation. But I do have a couple of things I want to mention before we jump into the interview portion of the podcast. First off, I want to continue to thank all of the loyal listeners who tune in every single week uh, to hear these awesome interviews that we're doing and with these fantastic guests like Ron and Kathy, who joined us last week. We had Chris Hawkes on uh, from planning, and he was fantastic. And so I just want to thank all of you for continuing to tune in. And I want to remind you that we have a brand new uh, email that you can access and you can communicate with the show. Um, you can send in show ideas, or if you have questions about specific guests, please use the email. Uh, I would love to hear from you. And that is, uh, it's what's up Peoria, all one word at PeoriaAZ.gov. Again, that's what's up Peoria at AZ.gov. And of course you can get us on Spotify Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora, all of the platforms where you listen to your favorite podcasts, you will find uh, What's Up Peoria there as well. And again, we thank you so much for tuning in. A couple of things coming up that I want to talk to you, talk to everybody about. Uh, just as a reminder, um, this weekend obviously is Memorial Day weekend. The city will be closed on Monday uh, in observance of Memorial Day. And of course, we want to thank all of our wonderful veterans that live in Peoria. Thank you so much for your service. And this is a, a time to remember and to reflect on those uh, men and women who gave the ultimate sacrifice uh, for us to be able to live in the, the country that we do uh, and we thank all the veterans who live in Peoria, who live in the, the surrounding communities. Thank you so much for your service. And this weekend, please take time to uh, remember those who have fallen uh, and who made uh, the life that we live possible on this Memorial Day weekend. Also to remind everybody, upcoming events that we have, I think I've talked about this a few times here in the last couple of episodes, but don't forget to mark on your calendars the 4th of July, the All-American 4th of July Festival out at Peoria Sports Complex. Uh, It's going to be a great celebration. Mark that down. 4th of July, Peoria Sports Complex. You do not want to miss it. It's always a great time out there. All right. So we're going to turn our attention to the interview portion of the podcast. And as I said, I have in studio Ron and Kathy Taylor, and they have, uh, they've been longtime residents of Peoria. Uh, And Kathy has a special connection to the library because she has been a volunteer here for, Kathy, I think you told me 30 years. Is that right? Yeah. 30 yes. years. That is amazing. Well, first off, thank you. Uh, tell everybody what is it, what exactly, because 
Kathy's volunteering is a little bit different than what you might see from a normal volunteer. Tell everybody uh, what you do here in the library. Oh, I come, uh, like now, I come on Tuesday mornings with my guitar, and I play the music, and we sing with the little toddlers. And we have a lot of fun. You guys do a great job, too. And I know you come and help out with those story times. And I always see you with your guitar, always having a great time down there. You've been doing that for a while. Is it, is it, is it just the kids? Is it the, what, what is it about that, that you love? Uh, well, w- one thing I realized uh, before COVID happened, that it gives me hope when oh, I see these parents, the grandparents, the dad, you know, whatever. It, it gives me hope. Because here are these, you can tell that they're they're reading to their children mm-hmm. at home. Yeah, and it's so important, right? The literacy is so important. So yes. that's a that's a great way to look at it. The hope, you know, they're they're future Peoria, right? Those are our future Peoria residents. So uh, unbelievable! In thirty years, you've been you've been you've been volunteering and playing guitar. And Ron, you had mentioned uh, before we we uh, got on the podcast that you're obviously a musical family. You, you played a little bluegrass, and I think you said. You were the first act at Monday Night Melodies. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, we had uh, I had taken some banjo lessons, and Kathy said that looked like fun, so she started taking <laughs> guitar lessons. And our our daughter wanted to get into something. She was too little for a guitar, so she got a mandolin and learned it. So uh, some wow. real good friends here in the West Valley that's were very encouraging, and they'd set this thing up. Yeah. And they asked us to be the first act. It was. Uh, it was only 20 minutes of music, and it took us six months or something to learn it all. <laughs> That's we, how music we is, right? But, yeah. it, but it went uphill from there. It was I, know. <laughs> I could definitely relate to that. It does. It's, you think, oh, we got a few songs, and then you go, it takes a really long time to get synced up as a band. So very musical family, and, and obviously very cool that you were the first ever act. And Monday Night Melodies has been around for 30 years. I mean, it is the yeah. oldest program that we have here. And it's still going strong. And for those of you that don't know, Monday Night Melodies happens right here at the main library in our Willow Room. And it's uh, a collection of unbelievable talent. I was in there the other day, and there was uh, three or four gentlemen up on, on stage and Unbelievable. I mean, the, the 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 guy's voice, it sounded like Johnny Cash. I mean, he sounded like Johnny Cash. And I've tried to sound like Johnny Cash. It's not easy to sound like Johnny Cash. So I was super impressed. But I'm I'm very impressed by, by you guys being the first uh, ever act up there. And very musical family. Do you guys still play together? Uh, no. <laughs> the easy answer, our, no. Our, our daughter uh, went on to college and then on to life. And, yes, and yes. the trio became two. The so trio went we, to a duo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We've actually played here at the library. They have a campfire every year. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Without fire now. It's just a little right. blow yeah. up plastic. A little hot, right? right? <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. our daughter uh, teaches uh, piano at uh, GCC. Oh, wow. And she teaches... Uh, kids at her house too so she's so she's very musical too so you guys are obviously a musical family which leads me to my next question which is and ron i'll I'll start with you what is your journey here in peoria i think you'd mentioned you got here in eighth grade so tell tell the audience a little bit about your background in peoria and and how you ended up here and what you've been doing 
Oh, sure. My uh, parents bought uh, five acres out here when there was five acre parcels available. <laughs> uh, Don't my, see that much anymore, right? My first view of Peoria driving in was a sign that said, uh, now entering the town of Peoria, yes. po- population 1227, I think it said. Wow. So, and what year was that? Uh, 64. Wow. Okay. So 64, you come here. Small population. Right. And uh, we planted a bunch of pecan trees and my that was my dad's idea for a retirement plan and we ended up buying most of it from them uh back in 95 so we're still still still, still trying to make pecans into a retirement <laughs> plan but it's, well it's it's still working yes yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah you're, you're, you're producing the pecans correct yes oh, yeah, yeah. wow it was just a hobby farm i, I was uh I worked for SRP for 40, oh, wow. 42 years okay. in engineering. Yeah. Excellent. So you come out here in 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 64 you said yeah. and yeah. not much here as you said a lot of farming at that time. Uh I know that. Um and what was Peoria like back then? Well, a lot smaller. <laughs> <laughs> Very calm on the whole. <laughs> and you know, I realized much later that how much the the people that lived here uh they they came to all the games at Peoria High School. Right. That that was the only school. Yeah, yeah. And we had a, a carnival every fall, and I mean the whole city came to that. And they they'd come to the plays, to the musical things. Right. Yeah. All happening at the high school. Right. Yeah. They were very. That was a very important thing. It was kind of the center of Peoria football and activities all at at the high school. Correct. Yes. Wow. That's that's crazy. And Kathy, so what's your? How did you end up in Peoria? Where? What's oh. your story? What's your journey? Well, I was born in 1951, (laughs) and we lived on my grandfather's farm. We lived next door to him on the farm. His farm was uh, olive to... um, Choya, Mountain View, I'm sorry. Okay, still though. I mean, pretty big. Yeah. 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 And what what was he farming? Um, Well, when I was old enough to know him, he he had retired, but but he... uh, they always did uh, alfalfa. Oh yeah, okay. Here. That's, and uh, yeah, that's and great. Though. And cotton, yeah, I know cotton yeah. is a big, a big. Uh, there's a lot of production of cotton in Peoria as well. So yeah. alfalfa, cotton, and and that's really what Peoria was early on was a lot of farming. Correct. Yes. yes. Yeah. So there's still some farming, but a lot of that um, has gone by the wayside, obviously, with the growth and things. So as you guys look at Peoria today uh, and knowing your history here, wh- what do you think of the growth? How, how do you you've seen the changes over the decades how do you run how do you kind of take stock of all the growth that has happened well you have to wait a lot longer at intersections and uh, <laughs> you got to be a lot more careful driving very true well said ron very well said um, yeah it's very very much grown yeah obviously um, and from the north definitely from the north side when you guys were uh you know early on you know did you guys travel to the north at all i mean do you guys ever head up there do you guys ever go to the lake or take advantage of those things when early on yeah, we did. Um, yeah, there, some, there was we, a not was, a whole lot. There was a barber here in town, old down right on Eighty Third Avenue, um, across from Casars, called. Uh, it was Bob Bullard was his name. Oh, okay, okay. He cut our hair, and he always he liked my brother. I mean, he took us fishing up. up nice. The lake. <laughs> did you guys ever catch anything? Uh, no, sunburn. I remember. <laughs> yeah, you get sunburn. And Kathy, how about you, Jay? Has ever make your way up north as a kid, or or ever go up there? 
No. No, not too much? No, my parents didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Mine didn't either, so that's okay. Yeah. We, they were not big lake people. Well, so. there, other yeah. than the lake, there wasn't anything out there. You know, you, you There wasn't, you're right. It was just yeah. desert. Yeah, it was. A lot yeah. of orange groves, too. I know uh, we were, I was talking with somebody back, I remember back when, where the Arrowhead Mall is now was all orange groves. And oh, yeah. so the growth up there has been tremendous as well. So let me ask you guys then, kind of from the resident perspective, people who have a history of Peoria, who've known Peoria over the decades. And Kathy, I'll start with you on this one. Um, what does historic preservation mean to you? Uh, what when, you when I say, hey, Historic Preservation Commission, really, wh- where does your head go? What does that mean to you? Oh, I think it's real important for people to realize the farming that was here and how important it was. And um, that's one thing. And if we could keep some of the buildings... Mm-hmm. You mentioned the farming and things like that yeah. and, and those type of things. Anything else that, that sticks out to you? Well, uh, and they have saved it, the old um, Peoria High School. Yes, yeah, old building. Maine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because that was a beautiful place. It, it really was and still is. They've done a, yeah. a fantastic job of just keeping it up and, and making sure that that history stays intact. So, Ron, how about you? When I say historic preservation, is there anything that pops into your head that... You know, as a resident, you you want to see happen? It's an interesting question. I, I was, I didn't tell you, but I was on uh, in the uh, historical society here. When oh, I didn't know story. that. Okay. I, was, I was president during the time when we uh, remodeled some of those old school buildings into museums. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and that that was worth preserving. There's there's some things that some people wanted to preserve that, that you know, <laughs> probably shouldn't. <laughs> it's funny what, what that means to each person, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I tried to... Uh, Tried to understand all of it and not not be uh, against anything other than just not wanting to preserve absolutely everything. You can't sure. do that because no. there's this thing called progress out there. Well, too. and then it, it you want to make sure that things that are important. If you preserve everything, things lose importance right, over time, exactly, right? right? So as a good president should, you were open to listening to everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how did you enjoy your time? I, I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. I was I was also glad when it was when I was through. But I, I'm you know serious. Uh, it, it was good. You, and I know that there's a, there was a lot of, of, um, a lot of work because I've seen, you know, what the, the, the historic society did and the records that were kept. I've seen that. And I know that there was a lot of meticulous work that went into that as well. So what were the, do you remember the years that you were, uh, yeah, it was about, uh, 2004 to 2012. I think that's fantastic. So, uh, you know, in, in that you're kind of coming from a, a perspective as a resident, but also somebody who gave back to the community in that. Is there anything historic preservation that sticks out to you that it's <laughs> a tough the question? Presbyterian oh, yeah. church, yes. that should stay because oh. that, that was built before we became a state. Yeah, 1892. Yeah. It's been there for a while, yeah. for sure. My, uh, when we first moved to Peoria, I was in eighth grade. Um, she was too. That's where we met, but we didn't. The, the dating uh, we'll come thing back happened. to that one. All right, <laughs> it happened a lot later. Than okay. That, but, um, my family, we were Methodists, so we went to the old Methodist church. And I don't know if you know about that one. The, sure. bu- the building is still there. It's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's right on Eighty Fourth Avenue and. Uh, right across the street Jefferson. from. The, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. From it's the, got the metal roof. Yep. On it. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Now I know what you're talking about. It was Methodist church, and they just got too small and, and kind of 
died. So yeah. we went to the Presbyterian church. Sure. That. That's pretty close to Methodist, right? I mean, it's right. It's <laughs> similar. It was, <laughs> I was raised Methodist well, as well. So <laughs> well, similar and different, but you know, most everybody and I knew in high school went there too. So. Oh, okay. Well then you at least you knew people. So, so yeah. And that church is a big part of the history of yes. Peoria as well. And you're right. It has been there for, uh, for, for a very, very long time. And, and one that is very important to is a cornerstone of the downtown area as well, yeah. for sure. So we, we, we don't want to gloss over the, uh, the eighth grade thing when you guys met, cause that's kind of, that's pretty cool. So you yeah. guys were at, uh, Peoria elementary and then you knew each other, but you said the dating came later. Yeah. When I was a senior in college. So it's oh, wow. quite a, so quite a much later. later. Yeah. Okay. A, All fr- right. a friend of our, ours yeah, uh, suggested a, yeah. Uh, one of the cook a blind girls. date, uh, a semi-blind date, because I knew she was. I was going to say, so when you got set up, did you know? You were like, oh, I know, I know her. Did you guys know each other throughout high school then as well? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very yeah. Cool. Yeah. And and uh, and so kind of goes full circle, comes back around. And I guess it just took somebody else to put the suggestion <laughs> in, in our minds. But sometimes know. that happens, <laughs> yeah. you know. You somebody to, to, to put it in your mind that, you know, that sounds like a really, really good idea. So, And so, obviously, again, you guys uh, – you guys married you raise a family here in peoria which is fantastic looking at that and kind of thinking at the in those terms of the future because if you think back to when you guys were first married and you're living here and you you're raising a family let's let's fast forward 30 years right what do you want to see from the city for from a historic preservation point of view as we look to the future and we look to we say 30 years from now what do we want people to be able to remember peoria for or how we remember peoria the gin we had gins here and and the gin that was by our house is still here really i didn't know that okay it's on 81st uh south of peoria avenue and it's kind of a yellowish they've uh painted it and it's kind of a yellowish color and and that was and didn't know that wow oh, yeah okay well I lived I lived on 81st Avenue when we were nine we moved into town which was kind of silly but we're on 81st and um and Lincoln Street and it's just a very short street okay only about a quarter mile but uh to the the west of our house there was the gin yard where they would put the bales of cotton until uh the train came and sure. picked it up i actually have a picture of it oh wow i'll, I'll show it yeah to you. definitely that's yeah so and again i think that goes you know going back to what are those you know in 30 years what do we want people to know and you're saying hey this is this is part of the process that made peoria peoria yeah right yeah. I, I think one thing she touched on it with the farming that's extremely extremely important in this valley and absolutely misunderstood and not not taken into account hardly at all is is water yes um right most people just turn on the faucet and there's water um (laughs) i worked for the salt river project for 42 years not in the water side but we also i've been irrigating now for 29 years (laughs) that's where we are now yeah um you don't have we don't experience uh, water shortages like some places in the country. Very true. There are places like in North Carolina where it rains all the time, but if it quits for five minutes, they're in a drought because they don't have any storage of anything. And uh, this valley and the farms that became Peoria would not have existed if they had not built Roosevelt Dam and all the other dams and then brought water to the valley that was 
regular you know before right. it was when it rained you got a lot of it and when it didn't you got nothing <laughs> and so it wasn't real real good um i think a lot of people don't understand that i think you're right and um they don't understand even the water laws and the water rules and how the water belongs to the land. It doesn't belong to any people. Mm-hmm. And when a subdivision comes in and buys farmland, that, that water uh, right is still with the land, and the subdivision can get it from SRP in the canal and run it through their filtration plants oh. and provide water. Interesting. Okay. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, okay. That's kind of the way it works. That's, I didn't know yeah. that lot more to it than that but i think when we fly over here and see golf courses and swimming pools and lakes and (laughs) things this is still the sonoran desert right it is yeah if we didn't have that or we'd be living in cactus fields we 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 definitely would be and i I think that's a a good a very good point when you're looking 30 years down the road and that's the question i asked you and you're saying you know hey it's to think about those type of things to think about what goes into making that possible that in 30 years peoria will still be here because of that ability to to conserve the water and to be good stewards of the water and that is a great point and i'm not always thinking it from the viewpoint of 30 years from now, are we going to be able to say Peoria is, you know, Peoria? Yeah, we are because of the water, because of those things. So maybe historic preservation is a bigger scope than just, you know, oral yeah. histories and pictures and stories and, and and those type of things that maybe it's it's a bigger scope than, than what I thought it was. So it's an interesting, interesting take on it. Um, let them tell you how we got the water, how we got the dams. Yeah, especially yeah. Roosevelt. It was... Considered, it was the first reclamation project under Teddy Roosevelt's uh, right. Sign- signature, right? But um, the government didn't just build it and give it and give it to us and let everybody pay for it. They loaned the money to the farmers to build that thing. The farmers put all their land up as collateral for the loan, and then uh, they paid the loan off. I uh, didn't know that. Yeah. And so because of that, the way their board is, is governed, uh, it's uh, we vote for things we've we vote by one acre one vote not one person one oh vote. okay so interesting literally so the more acres you have the more votes you the have. more poll you have and okay and some people see problems with that but it always it always made the water available yeah, yeah. <laughs> it always has it always will as long as somebody doesn't you know mess with the mess with things yeah and I, you guys are are right in that with the, with what you do with your your pecans right i mean you guys are still doing that and you've been doing that for i mean you said your 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 father well, yeah, I grew up out there doing it, and then we bought it from them, and I'm still, we're still doing it. So <laughs> we, we still do that's it. unbelievable. So you are, and I mean, you are is part of Peoria. You are part of that farming community and have been for for decades and decades. And I I appreciate you walking me through. I didn't know any of that about the farming, and so there is still an element of farming that goes on in Peoria that I think people need to know about. And to mm-hmm. me, that is one of the the important histories that we talk about and in, in preservation. But I love that you brought up water in a different way and kind of make us see it in a different light. That that is also part of the historic preservation, is if you will. It's it's actually we want to preserve, but but it is part of the history of, of Peoria as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, anyways, I, this has been great. I love the stories. Uh, it's always fun. Every time I sit in here and I learn and, and I hear these stories, 25 minutes flies by. It, it does. And it, it's just been a, a, a real treat to be able to hear both of your journeys here in Peoria and the story of how you guys, you know, came together and knew each other and then you know everything comes full circle and you end up getting married and raising a family and uh you know what what an unbelievable story and 
Again, thank you for what you've done for Peoria and what you're still doing for Peoria and being a part of the, the fabric of the community and giving back. And Kathy, as, as long as you're able to and want to, we want you here at the library <laughs> helping out because every time you, you come in, I know the kids love it. I know our librarians love it. I love it because it's it's a really cool and unique aspect of story times that you don't get in other libraries. And I've been to a lot of them and, I, and their story times are great, but it's very cool to just have a different aspect when somebody comes in and they bring their guitar it's a lot of fun so keep keep that going and we really do appreciate it so and i want to thank both of you again for coming in and and sharing your time with me and sharing the stories thanks for coming on thanks you're welcome okay all right well again thanks to all the listeners out there for tuning in uh we are moving into june i cannot believe we're moving into june may flew by as it always does uh we have summer reading that is kicking off here next week so there's going to be a lot going on at the library but as far as the podcast goes next couple of weeks we're going to be doing a whole safety two-part series um, and i'm going to be having the police chief and the fire chief joining me over the next two weeks so i'm really really excited about that make sure that you tune in for those episodes coming up in june i want to thank everybody for helping me out with historic preservation month it has been a lot of fun and i've really enjoyed doing this series as always make sure you're getting out to all the awesome events that we're doing in peoria and summer reading in full effect starting next week so if you haven't registered make sure you get to sunrise mountain or peoria maine and make sure that you're registering for our summer reading program all right so until next time this is what's up peoria 